can't any, said Stregonona. You must sweep the house and wash the dishes. You must weed the garden and pick the vegetables. You must feed the goats and milk her, and uh, you must fetch the water. For this, I will give you three coins and a place to sleep and food to eat. Oh, grazie, said Big Anthony. The one thing you must never do, said Stregonona, is touch the pasta pot. It is very valuable, and I don't let anyone touch it. And so the days went by. Big Anthony did his work, and Stregonona met with the people who came to see her for headaches and husbands and warts. Big Anthony had a nice bed to sleep in next to the goat shed, and he had food to eat. One evening, when Big Anthony was milking the goat, he heard Stregonona singing. Peeking in the window, he saw Stregonona standing over the pasta pot. She sang, Bubble, bubble, pasta pot, boil me some pasta nice and hot. I'm hungry and it's time to sup, boil enough pasta to fill me up. And the pasta pot bubbled and boiled and was suddenly filled with steaming hot pasta. But I can't help it if I'm growing too fast, Grandma, George said. Of course you can, she snapped. Growing's a childish, nasty habit. But we have to grow, Grandma. If we didn't grow, we'd never be grown-ups. Rubbish, boy, rubbish, she said. Look at me. Am I growing? Certainly not. What you did once, Grandma. Only very little, the old woman answered. I gave up growing when I was extremely small, along with all the other nasty childish habits like laziness and disobedience and greed and sloppiness and untidiness and stupidity. You haven't given up any of these things, have you? I I'm still only a little boy, Grandma. Ugh, you're eight years old, she snorted. That's old enough to know better. If you don't stop growing soon, it'll be too late. Too late for what, Grandma? Oh, it's ridiculous, she went on. You're nearly as tall as me already. George took a good look at Grandma. She certainly was a very tiny person. Daddy says it's fine for a man to be tall, George said. Don't listen to your daddy, Grandma said. Listen to me. But how do I stop myself growing? Eat less chocolate, Grandma said. Does chocolate make you grow? It makes you grow the wrong way, she snapped. Up instead of down. And stop eating chocolate. Eat cabbage instead. Cabbage, oh no. I don't like cabbage, George said. It's not what you like or you don't like, Grandma snapped. It's what's good for you that counts. From now on, you must eat cabbage three times a day. Mountains of cabbage. And if it's got caterpillars in it, so much the better. Cabbage doesn't taste of anything without a few boiled caterpillars in it. Slugs too. Not slugs, George cried out. I couldn't eat slugs. Whenever I see a live slug on a piece of lettuce, Grandma said, I gobble it up quick before it crawls away. Delicious. She squeezed her lips together tight so that her mouth became a tiny, wrinkled hole. Mm, delicious, she said again. Worms and slugs and beetly bugs. You don't know what's good for you got out an enormous needle and said, 
Ah, just right. When the baby saw that enormous needle, it yelled as loudly as it could. Wah! 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 Ben said, What's the matter with this school? Nobody knows what to do with a baby. He ran down to the principal's office and called his mother on the phone. He said, Help! You have to come to school right away. The mother said, Ben, your little sister is lost. I can't come to school. I have to find her. She's not lost, Ben said. I took her to school in my knapsack. Oh, no, yelled the mother. She ran down the street and into the school. The principal and the teacher and the doctor were standing around the baby, and the baby was yelling as loudly as possible. The mother picked up the baby and rocked it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The baby said, ah, and went to sleep. Only Pinky the Piggy just looked on so sad. What's wrong with you, Pinky? quacked Daphne the Duck. Look at my present, a gold chain for luck. What's ailing you, Pinky? squeaked Minnie the Mouse. So many gifts, too much for my house. Socks filled with candy and toys for some fun, but for poor Pinky Piggy, there was not one. Santa's so busy, his job is so big, he must have forgotten about Pinky the Pig. Mrs. Cow has her manger filled up to the brim, so many moo presents for her every whim. And D-Dog digs up another new bone while poor Pinky Piggy sobs all alone. Everyone's laughing and making much chatter. They become silent when their sounds are loud clatter. There are eight tiny reindeer on the barn's roof of tin and a loud ho, ho, ho booms from within. Santa appears in his sack he does dig, pulling out a bright parcel for Pinky the Pig. Pinky opens it up as all are and ooh. It's a shimmering cape of lovely sky blue. 